cheaper than rehab. Mimosas with friends. <laughs> Target dollar section. <laughs> Sitting on the front porch with your best friend under blankets. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Cheaper than rehab. Hello, everybody. Hi. Yay. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited. I have to trying to channel my <clears throat> my mini Ripper me, 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 me. La, 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 I la, missed la. you this weekend. I missed you too. And we missed all of our non-existent listeners. <laughs> You're not non-existent. You matter in this world. Take up space. You absolutely do. Yeah. But I missed you. I missed you too. I had a good time in Florida though. Did you? Yeah. So before we get started, mm-hmm. we're doing a magazine read today, which I'm super excited about um, because um, I have... Channing Tatum sitting in my lap and I have so many thoughts about this man um but before we get started unpopular opinion are you ready for it okay Disney is a racket oh I honestly I think in 2023 you think you're not that unpopular you don't you think most people know that well I mean with the with the I know they ousted what's his name and they brought Bob what's his name back in so, I mean, the writing was on the wall. Disney was struggling for a minute. I think they've had some less than stellar movies come out in the last year. The ticket prices are going up. People's, it's not accessible anymore. So, just like high school basketball, the Which, rich people have ruined it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay, so I haven't been to Disney in probably 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I fully... I, I know, so here, well, okay, let me start here. Number one, uh-huh. I am not an amusement, I'm not an amusement park person. How are we In friends? general. I do not care for amusement parks. Well, I guess we're not going for your birthday. <laughs> I don't ride roller coasters. I don't see, this is not just Disney, this is any, any park, right? Mm-hmm. I do not see the value in standing in line for two hours for a two-minute ride. The inefficiency, the... Now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Let me preface it to say, I understand that it's about connection and family and creating memories and all of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. When we went this weekend to Epcot, I had all of that. I loved spending time with my family. Right. Love spending time. I loved, we went with DJ, my grandson, loved his little face, like, in wonder on the certain things that actually gave him that, right? right? Like, loved, it was a beautiful day. It was a Sunday. So it wasn't that packed. Like, it was amazing, right? right that part right. of it was amazing. But the fact that we spent the amount of money that we did for that experience, when Disney sells it, and I know you just went not too long ago. That's why I bring this up because I think we could both talk about this, right? Oh. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not an amusement park person. I, I just don't see the value, and I don't like to fight the crowds. We're all there, like little ants, you know, standing in line for the same rides. All, all the, all the BS. Right. I just, I don't. It's not my thing. It's not. It's not my thing, and it never has been. It never has been. With that to say. <laughs> We're at Epcot. I felt like I was on a elementary school <laughs> field trip. Every ride, which I get Epcot, that's kind of its thing, right? Right. But every ride was like, let me tell you about your four senses. 
like with this little dragon thing uh-huh. and but it wasn't it let me tell you about your four senses but i'm not going to actually engage this wait 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 can i ask yeah <clears throat> whose decision was it to go to epcot and only epcot well i think it was just like because they've kind of done all the parks mm-hmm. right and so um they had never gone to epcot or they haven't been to epcot in a really long time so they kind of like make their rounds that's what they do Oh, <clears throat> and this just so happened to, to be, be the, the Epcot because whatever. Never, and I mean, I'm a Floridian. Never in the history of my life have I ever heard of somebody saying, <laughs> we're going to Epcot today and yeah. only Epcot. And Epcot is the only place we plan, like, unless it was that huge food and wine festival that right. Epcot has every year like and they go on the regular <clears throat> right. right they live in florida so they go on the regular so it made sense to me that you know fine we're gonna go to epcot this time but i think that the whole like um food around the world thing uh-huh. i feel like if you live in any major city mm-hmm. you get that experience unless you live in san antonio yeah but even in like you can you can get moroccan food here you can get it may not be all centralized, right. but there are <clears throat> hubs in our city that have different types of food. You can go here and get authentic Mediterranean food. Right. You can go here and get authentic Filipino food. Right. Like there are hubs in our city where you can find all that. So I'm like, and then the things they were serving, it was like, would you like some dumplings? Okay. Oh. <laughs> would you like a piece of pizza? Okay. Like... <laughs> And my last bitch is that I went on Chinese New Year uh-huh. and they did not have a Chinese New Year celebration. Yeah. With, do they normally? They should. <clears throat> you can't say I'm representing all the things. That, like, they could have done this whole Lunar New Year. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> what do you have to say about the racket that we call Disney? Um... You went. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. So, to me, amusement parks aren't about family and the togetherness and the connection. Like, it is 100% about getting wasted on some roller coasters. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, that's why I go. Okay. When, now, when I'm with the kids, obviously, it's about... The magic and taking them and, you know, getting to high five Buzz Lightyear. And sure. Like that, that all that is magical, but magic comes at a price. Yeah. And so, yeah, it absolutely is a racket. But we recently started traveling to amusement parks without the kids and let, you know, and we've been having a ball. Really? There were so, well, and I think because Epcot doesn't really have that many rides, there right. were tons of adults there. In, but, there were three rides that I think are like there that would be worth it to go on or why people go there. And it was the Frozen ride, Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, and the Ratatouille ride. Oh. Those are the three that are there. Mm-hmm. Well, all the lines were two to three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you go and ride those three rides and that's pretty much it. And your day's over. So you go without the kids, right? Right. You double fist. And by the time you get to the front of the line, turn up. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Life hack. Don't get it. Does or unsolicited advice or vice. <laughs> does not. <laughs> it does not on any level interest me. Yeah. <clears throat> to ride rides. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's just one of those things. I enjoyed my day. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, it was beautiful and like amazing. And I had a great time with the kids and it was awesome. I think I agree with you. I don't, I, you know, when we took the kids back in 2018, they could not wait to get back to the timeshare so they could get back in the pool. That's Mm. all they wanted to do. For them, the fun of Orlando was like going out to eat and playing in the pool and, you know, seeing all the crap on International Boulevard, but that was it. That's awesome. Do we need to take a pause? Okay. Good. <laughs> no pause here. But we could start reading our magazines. I suppose. Yeah. I got Vanity Fair, February 2023. Channing Tatum on the front. <clears throat> what you got, girl? I've got Florence Pugh. I probably should have Googled how to pronounce this young lady's name properly before Pugh. we... Pugh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pugue. She's gorgeous. Isn't she? Yeah. I, I start... I have a little girl crush on her. I just love her vibe. Yeah. I love her vibe. I fell in love with her um, in Little Women. She was in the new Little Women. She played Amy. That's when I fell in love with her. I fell in love with her in the Black Widow origin movie. Oh. Where she plays Natasha's sister. Mm. Another Black Widow. She's a queen. She is. I love her. Yeah, I love her too. Yeah. So in mine, we have, you know, talking about mafia murders and Elizabeth Taylor. So who knows what's going to (laughs) happen? today i haven't read any of the of the text on the front because i am just what's with the pomegranate it's just an open pomegranate just just sitting there in this very cold steel room is it balance is it i don't know what's the point fierce fearless fearless pomegranates unfiltered unfiltered fearless pomegranates with florence Pugh. Is pomegranate like the the fruit of the year? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's, you know what? I'm gonna Google the, the symbolism of a pomegranate. Ooh, do that because it could be something very. I don't know. Okay. Well, while I do that, you do that. Do you have feelings about Channing? I have feelings <laughs> about Channing. Okay. So the first thing I'm gonna say to you about Channing is that I think he's a tryhard. <laughs> really? I do. I think that he's like the guy that really wants to be like part of the cool group. Okay. And they let him be because he's kind of handsome. Okay. But he's just a big dork. (laughs) And and he's like, let me try to be cool today. I'm Channing Tatum. I just, I, I, I don't know. What do you think about Channing Tatum? I have more thoughts, but I want to know what you think. I think I think you're on to something, but my yeah. my uh, <clears throat> perception, I guess, is different. He does seem like he's trying hard, but he seems like he's trying hard to be a sex symbol when he's really not. <laughs> like, look at that picture. Yeah, like he seems like he's trying really hard. I think he's just a hot nerd. Yeah, just just own it. Yeah, like, own the hot nerd. Henry Cavill, that shit, or Cavill? Yeah. Is, is it Cavill or I don't Cavill? Know. We don't know. I should Google these people. We should Google things before we start our show, <laughs> because we'll like be like, oh, who's this person on the cover of the magazine? Right. We don't even know. Um, yeah, I think he's. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's why I'm saying he's a tryhard. Oh, okay. I right. Think it's, I think it's endearing, and you think he's trying Do too you? hard. <laughs> I don't. I just. Have you met my husband? I think that. <laughs> Have a but self- he but your but your husband knows he he, he has owns self, his, he has self awareness right he like owns there's the a self awareness there that he knows that he's just a big 
physics geek. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at all of these pictures in this magazine of this dude, let me tell you. Oh, you you're going look, right to it. Look, it's all the same. Look at him. He's trying to be cooler than he is. Look at that. I think he's leveraging what, like, <sighs> most people don't care that he's trying hard or that he's a terrible actor. Most people just, okay. I I don't mean that, okay. Channing. I don't think you're a terrible she actor. She does think you're a terrible I actor. I don't. No. It, th- no. What do you no. think of him as a stripper? I never saw Magic Mike. No, girl. He That's what he was. He was a Chippendale stripper. Shut and maybe up. that's why I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Because there's this picture on him in the internet, like in the 90s, where he had like the dyed, the, you know, the the frosted tips. tips. And he had one earring and he's like tongue out, like trying to be like this sex symbol. He would have been my favorite boy band member. Look, every picture of him, every picture of him. He looks like a repressed he looks like he's like finding Amish in that picture. Like this one, he yeah. looks like he's Forrest Gump's brother. He looks he looks like he's trying to leave the the Amish community and he's having second thoughts. <laughs> okay, Sandra Bullock calls him a beautiful evolved goofball who brings joy wherever he goes. So just own the goofball. Own the goofball. But maybe maybe he doesn't you're just not paying attention. You think? I don't know. By these pictures, he's not, he's not in movies I'm watching. So I, maybe facts. <laughs> he's in movies you are. facts. Oh, FYI, FYI, pomegranate, <clears throat> death and fertility. So, <laughs> the beginning of life and the end of it, I suppose. So, hmm, interesting. That's interesting, right? Hmm. I'm Who gonna, thought pomegranates are so deep? I'm gonna file that in the back of the, my own Google. Mm, okay. Okay. What you got going on there? What's happening? Oh, uh, let me let me open up. Let me let me see what Let's see what's got happening. going on. Ooh. Ooh, anything cool and fun and interesting? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just looking at Ooh. high fashion 12-year-olds. What this- do you think about this whole vibe right here? This whole um motorcycle vibe. Motorcycle boots, leather jackets, harsh lines. You know, I I think that we're gonna have to really. <laughs> I I feel bad for the the bike clubs and this cultural appropriation <laughs> of bike clubs. Cultural appropriation Listen, of bike clubs is that what you just said? If you're wearing motor jackets and you don't have a motorcycle, <laughs> God. Okay, so what about the people who wear lion heads, but don't. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> what about the people who have like big ass stuffed lion heads? You know what? The it rem- size of their torsos hanging from them. What I, are we going to call her? That she. I'm going to call hey, her King Jaffe Jofer. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Act like she didn't look like she was coming to America looking for Hakeem. <laughs> That's exactly that was my first thought. Like that's it I was, you're looking for flower petals everywhere that's right that's exactly what <laughs> have I, you seen my son Hakim <laughs> you are a prince why should you not walk on the petal of roses <laughs> and then Doja Cat with her Swarovski I didn't know I didn't see Doja she was sitting right next to her at Fashion Week oh that was I thought that was Kim no that's Doja Cat and they literally put every single one of those red crystals on her one by one yeah 
I wonder how long that took. There's a girl who did it on TikTok. Uh, one of the like the makeup influencers. She did that identically, just not that same color. And I watched her take two days to get it off. First of all, she tried to wash it off her face, didn't come off. So then she had to pluck each one, and then she had to stop when it would pull her skin. But I mean, this is Doja Cat. Clowns. This is Doja Cat. Clowns. Knowing Doja Cat, she would probably like do a photo shoot with the scabs. Like she is. Clowns. <laughs> I feel like when I saw that, when I saw her walking with a stuffed, with a lion head. And please, it wasn't real, right? Please tell me it wasn't real. Uh, there's a lot of lions missing. <laughs> That's two. <laughs> They could never put that on the rack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A lot of lions missing. <laughs> the Kardashians <clears throat> are now banned from entering Africa. <laughs> For so many reasons. For so many reasons. Oh my goodness, a bunch of clowns. If Speaking you know, of you know. Swarovski. Yes. Looking, I love this ad. I actually like a lot of Swarovski jewelry. It's really pretty. If you go into one of their stores, mm-hmm. Swarovski, sponsor us. They have a lot, they have like little like dainty little rings and things like that that Ooh. are like elevated costume jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, I really like hey, it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as we're going through Vogue. And Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there have been times in your life where you just don't identify with what you thought your style was? Every damn day. Really? We talk about this so much. Like fashion and like how do you dress and like what do you do and where do you shop? And um, and I don't – there's so much of this like that we see in the magazines. I don't even see translating to like real life. Right. But I feel like that. And then and then I see like I guarantee you prom this year is going to have crystals on the face mm-hmm. somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Someone's going to put a stuffed animal. Right. Right. <laughs> Someone's going to put a stuffed animal. Zach's going to show up. Zach's going to show up. He's going to be King Joffy Jofer right here, baby. Zach. Sidebar, prom, do it, and then get, like, three of your best girlfriends to just throw rose petals at you all night. (laughs) Giving him too many ideas, girl. Love you, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I just, because I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, they do. It is clownery, but then I don't get high fashion. I don't get high fashion. So I'm like... Met Gala, I don't even watch that shit because I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all a bunch of clowns. Right. I always felt like, my style was kind of, I don't know. I don't even know how to label it. Like, Mm-mm. I've gone through, like, goth phases and bohemian phases and then, like, really into streetwear for a while. But mm-hmm. now it's just, mom, it's clean chic. Mom, homeless, yeah. Walmart. We call it clean chic. Girl, If it's note. clean, I wear it. Target, mm-hmm. trash. Oh, yeah. I went there the other day. And so whoever, 
is your buyer at tar- Target. This is for you. Whoever is, whoever your buyer is, fire them. Like I was literally, and I am not like a person who knows a lot about fashion, mm-hmm. does a lot with fashion. Right. I'm like, what did you just call it? Clean what? Clean chic. Clean chic, right? <laughs> Clean couture, right? That's me. Right. Um, but I literally was picking up items and going, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like I was saying, verbally saying that. I would pick something up and say, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Right. <laughs> well, I think it always reminds me of that scene in um, The Devil Wears Prada <clears throat> where, you know, old girl is just like, oh, fashion is so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then like Meryl Streep puts her in her place and like, you know, even the color of the year is influenced by whatever. I think that used to be the case, but because we have the internet and stuff moves so fast now, that by the time it trickles down from high fashion to Target, yeah, it really is out of out of style. It yeah. used to take it used to take you know high fashion on the runways, like in spring, and then maybe by next spring you'd see it kind of trickling down into the suburbs, right. like you know some sort of bastardized version. Right, that's so last year. But now. With the internet and all of us just being constantly on and connected, it's literally out of style by yeah. summer. Like, yeah. nobody's wearing it. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't even... I used to, like, Target used to be my number one go-to. Like, let's go to Target first and see if we can find anything. I don't even... There are times I go in Target now and I don't even go into their clothing section when I used to always make sure I did. That skirt that I wore to the comedy Yeah, show, that was cute. Got it at Target. Did you really? I did. I did. That was super. It was like a little sweater. It was a sweater, like a, a long sweater, sweater skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cute. Thanks. You rocked it too, by the way. Thanks. With my heels. Next with time your I'm heels. Sneakers. Uh, sneakers, man. We are not <laughs> doing heels, ladies. We're not doing them. Oh, and gentlemen, <laughs> we are not doing heels. I don't care what they say. Mm-mm. I don't care what these magazines say. We're not doing heels. That's right. Not Listen to your pedo- doing podiatrist. <laughs> not doing them. Not doing them. Not doing them. Hey. What do you think of Nicole Kidman? I um, I hope one day to have access to the level of medications that that woman is going. <laughs> We're all thinking it. I said it. I I just I'm that woman walks around in her in her own world like this. I wish I could see me right now. Hey, listen, guys. Life is bright. We all need sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do what you got to do. But yeah, no, I mean, she's a phenomenal actress. Largely phenomenal. unproblematic. I mean, you know, if she keeps banging out the hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. And by the way, we did a podcast um, a couple of podcasts ago. And I mentioned that there was somebody in country music that was transitioning. Do you remember that conversation that we had? Did you find out who it was? I didn't find out who it was. But I said um, that there's a rumor that it's Kenny Chesney. Uh And you're like, oh, that's cool. I think Nicole would be down with that. I just wanted to let you know that Nicole Kidman is not married to Kenny Chesney. She's (laughs) married to Keith Urban. I listened to the playback of that and I'm like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Thanks, Tiff. I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> so 
So, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> just in case. I just wanted to let you know. I just wanted to let you know. I'm putting it in the show notes. But I didn't even catch it when you were talking about it. I didn't even catch it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. She probably would be down with it. And then I'm like, wait a second. He's not married to Nicole again. <laughs> a day in the life of a Texan. You clearly <laughs> skipped your, your country music lesson for the day. I did. I did. I know nothing about. Ooh, I love that haircut. That's cute. Could you do bangs? That's really cute. I would hate myself just as much as I hate myself for cutting my hair off. But that's cute. It's so cute, but it's it's so high maintenance. It is. It's a Prada fine jewelry, eternal gold um, advertisement. And it's in black and white. And this girl has the cutest like bob, like a shaggy bob with like bangs, long bangs. And it's so cute. I really like her choker. It's cute. I do too. She likes the jewelry. I like the haircut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So, Emma in Paris. Have you watched Emily in Paris? I have. Do you like it? It's. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like a hater today. I feel like I'm just hating everything. Get it out. I hate Disney. I hate Disney. So I've actually watched both seasons of Emily in Paris because it's very mindless, Uh, but it's not good television. Like, it's fun to watch the fashion. The men are very handsome, but it's, it's, it's not a good show. I mean, it's not good. It's not good TV. It's, it's very saved by the bell. And, but I mean, why don't, why don't you do like. Every every other grown up in the world just watch Office reruns. I can do that because <laughs> that's quality television. It's quality television, and honestly, I think we've all seen that show so much that we don't mm-hmm. ever have to pay attention to it. So it's very challenging because my husband does not watch it. What? He's not a sitcom person. Like not even the oldies. He is not. He's never seen. It. He's seen maybe an episode here and there of The Office, and he'll watch. Like if I have a sitcom on, he'll come and sit and watch it. You know, if he comes in the room, he'll watch it with me. Right. But he's not going to intentionally put that on. Oh, yeah. He's never seen The Office, so he's more of like a a. It just can't have a live studio audience type sitcom. No, he or? just he just is more of like he likes the one hour dramas. He likes the okay. You know. Okay. The more I don't know what would you call that. Yeah, like a drama, a series, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I'm well out of my providence, (laughs) ma'am. Hey, look, Tiff. (laughs) Skechers. Skechers in Vogue. Okay, they're they're everywhere. They're everywhere. I honestly think that Skechers could probably get away with it if they just stopped putting Skechers on everything. They probably could. Right? If they changed their logo completely and rebranded like these red sneakers aren't bad if they're you, not terrible if you took the sketchers off they're called the uno yeah y'all check out for the check out the uno i think sketchers should send us tennis shoes to try mm-hmm. to change our mind sketchers will sponsor you if you sponsor us <laughs> oh god oh dear okay this is us going through the magazine cold 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 reading of the magazine <clears throat> do you keep up with like the fashion weeks like paris and New York? i used to really yeah i used to um so what aspect like are you really into it because of the fashion or the the 
the creativity? Do you just like the designs? Do you like the photography? Like, what is it about fashion? The thing I loved about fashion week Mm -hmm. is I love the creative ingenuity in the show itself. Right. Like the whole spectacle. Right. Like I love it when artists like put on a show with waterfalls everywhere and the models are walking through like and it and it vibes with their entire collection. Like I like when it's all cohesive like that, you know, I think that that's right. really, and I know that that's probably more like the sideshows because right. I think most of the high level designers just have like the white walk walkway, you know, uh, I don't know. Tell me. I think I, I want to say it was Valentino. Okay. I think it was Valentino. Um, but they did a show where it felt like, like they were just in a, in a very smaller rooms and they just kind of went from room to room to room oh. and kind of just like serpentine their way all the way through and it it was so cool right instead of this long dramatic it was just kind of like people in these fantastic outfits just kind of in and out of the crowd you know that and is so in cool. this room now they're out and then like, it was awesome. I love that yeah it was really I, cool. see that's what I love I love when something that is the same mundane whatever that people can say oh let me look at it this way and then now there's a whole new facet and a whole new way to present it that's what excites me is right. like seeing that creativity right yeah I'm gonna find out who the show is oh you're gonna find the show she's on the Googles y'all I'm always on the Googles she's always on the Googles that's I- her thing I can't wait for us to. Yeah, so I, um, so yeah, I used to keep up with it more, but I think that I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, or if it's just getting I don't know more ridiculous. <laughs> what has been interesting to me though is on TikTok, mm-hmm. following the models that are actually working Fashion Week and mm-hmm. how they literally go from show to show. They're up for twenty hours. Mm-hmm. They get paid peanuts, mm-hmm. all for the chance to walk in a show. That's interesting to me too. That is, that's one of those things, right? Like, what are you willing to to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to sacrifice? What's the gain? Yep, that's funny that you say that because I'm reading that book um, that's sitting next to you by Robert Greene, um, which is it the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yeah. And I just started reading it. My son-in-law was like, "Yeah, you can take it with you, Deontay." Shout out to you, man. Um, he was like, yeah, take it with you and read it. And that's actually one of the things that they say in there that's in the, in the preface or the preface or whatever you would say, whatever you call it, tiara, tomato, tomato. (laughs) What do they say? In the tomato. In the tomato. Um, it says in there that basically everything has a cost, right? Mm -hmm. It's that, and I know it's like opportunity cost in business or, um, Andy Stanley wrote a book one time called Choosing to Cheat. Like, if you do this, you're cheating something else. Um, but it's, you know, he basically says in there when you're playing the game of power um, and you're, you know, finding your way in things that you have to. And I thought about us. Right. Like, oh, be careful who you collaborate with. Be careful who you um, interview on your show. Be right. careful what, because everything that you do and say is going to cost you something. Right. You know, everything. Right. And so um, we don't want to think of it that way. 
but it's true. Oh, especially in 2023. Yes. Yeah, we really, we live in such a litigious society. Mm -hmm. And even outside of that, like, even if people can't sue you, you get your ass canceled with a quickness. A quickness. Yeah, and that's the part, you know, that's the part about, like, TikTok that, and I know it's social media in general, but TikTok that I I do have an issue with because somebody will come on there and say one thing and then the mob comes, right? <clears throat> it's like Beauty and the Beast. I will be making a lot of Disney references because I just spent time at Disney. But <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, you know, like when they, you know, Gaston gets the mob, like we're all going to go get the beast and they've never even seen the beast and they don't know anything about the beast except what they think they know about the beast. Right. You know, and it's kind of like, that same mentality like you get on social media and say one thing right and then all of a sudden there's this mob we've talked about that here in this podcast we have i i so i'm wondering at what point will we will evolve to allow people growth Mm. um and i i think largely like in the last few years the way i made sense of it was Right. Somebody gets famous, you know, they have their breakout role or their hit song and everybody, you know, they're they're a media darling. And then it takes one person to go through their their entire Twitter history or all of their, you know, archive MySpace post or whatever and be like, hmm, well, you guys know that person you love? Well, they're secretly a sexist, homophobic jerk or, you know. Mm-hmm. MySpace was cool before Facebook was invented. This is for all of you very young children out there. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You're not listening. You're not listening. <laughs> However, if you are. If you are. <laughs> let me tell you what MySpace was. Tom was, was my best friend. <laughs> he was always in my he top was five. everybody's friend. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think because the internet was so young for so long that it was reasonable to say, hey, you know, if we're finding some some disturbing post or if you said something offensive, it hasn't quite been long enough for us to reasonably assume that you're just a totally different person. Right. right? But now we're getting to the point where, you know, there are people that have lived with Wi-Fi and high-speed internet their entire lives. They know nothing other than this. I think that it's enough to say maybe maybe it's time to start finding grace. Yeah. Time to Do f- people start- even know what that is? <laughs> no, I ask that very seriously. Yeah. Do people do people understand the concepts of grace and mercy? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think they do either. I don't. Not at all. We we see very little grace. Um very you, little grace. What do you think grace is? What do you, how would you describe it? Grace to me is... That's a good way. I don't know if I could dis, define it without using the word grace. Yeah. Um, for me, grace is... I think I see grace in my everyday life. Obviously, God gives me a ton of grace. But like I I, when I think of grace, it's it's knowing sometimes that I'm the more healed person, the more mature person Mm -hmm. or the person that can endure. And so I'll let you have this one. To me, that's grace. Yeah, I'll let you have your peace. I'll let you have I'll let you have this lesson. It's an allowance. It's an allowance. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
I always think of grace as um, giving somebody something they don't deserve. Right. Right. So grace is giving somebody something they don't deserve. Right. Like a gift. Right. Mercy is not giving something to somebody that they do deserve. Mercy is not giving. Ooh. Right. So you deserve to be ripped apart or whatever. But I'm going to extend some mercy to you and I'm not going to do that. I like that. Right. But grace is saying, you know what? I'm going to give you this because you you don't deserve it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. Mercy is I'm going to hold back from giving you something that you do deserve. Right. Right. And to do that, you have to be, like you said, the the growth, the bigger person, the the person that's able, the self-awareness, right, to look at the circumstances and situation and mm-hmm. say, hmm. I'm going to, th- I'm going to give you this one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but I don't think people know that. I don't pe- think people know that. And I think that people think that if they extend that, that that somehow reflects negatively on me. If I, I'm a doormat, I don't have bound, but that's not necessarily always the truth. Well, I think the self-awareness right. is, is really, <clears throat> um, I think when you're aware of it and you're aware that you're giving people grace, then you, you stop being a victim, right? Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because it's something I'm giving. I have the power to give it to you. Right. You're not taking something from me. I have the power to give it to you. Right. That's good, girl. Yeah. Well, you know. That's good. That's how we do. That's how we do. That's how we do here at Cheaper Than Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> See, we told you it's way cheaper than rehab. But if you ever need a medical, if you're ever in this situation where you have a medical emergency, please hang up and dial 911. <laughs> yeah, don't call me. We do not endorse or confirm <laughs> or deny that we are doctors or therapists of any kind. At all. At all. At all. And We're if, just if, friends at the table, man. we just friends at the table. We're trying to figure our shit out, too. Hashtag don't sue us. <laughs> Hashtag cheap with Rhea. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us. <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i'm i'm trying to read things and discover and, and figure out whether or not it's even worth bringing but, <laughs> like i saw i saw sierra and then i stopped because i was like <gasps> i have feelings <sighs> about sierra do you yeah i do tell me about your feelings you know sierra. just sidebar guys the whole point of the magazine read is for us to flip through it and you hear what we're thinking yes so <laughs> So, yeah, if there's long pauses, that would be why. Yeah, we just, we chilling. But no, I, I so, <clears throat> are you familiar with Sierra's story? Not her complete story, no. I mean, I'm sure. But Sierra came out in the early 2000s. You know, she was like that pop, hip-hop yeah. princess Sing thing. a song, sing <clears throat> a song, do it. Right. And then. Uh, sing a song. Oh. My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. My goodies. No, my goodies. <laughs> Oh, girl, I wish you had, I would do the dance and everything. I used to listen to her on my iPod. Is that what it was called? Are you iPod? sure it wasn't your Zune? No, it wasn't a Zune. It was that, but it was the little one, not the oh, big a nano? one. A Nanopod. I had a Nanopod and I had her, one of her albums on there. And I used to, at the gym, I would t- think about my goodies while I was on that treadmill. Anyway, tell me about her. Well, you know, um, she was engaged to the rapper Future. Okay. And they had a child together, but the engagement didn't work out. And 
she's gone on since then to marry uh russell wilson who's who wasn't he with the seahawks is he still with the seahawks i have no idea anyway nfl player russell wilson she has two more beautiful children with him they have a beautiful family but her husband has become for some people the face of simping (laughs) he has because you know it it's this idea that you know he's out here making 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 this whole housewife he over here and, uh, and got you. future threw that trash away and now look at him and got you, know. you got you got you <sighs> God, you so think funny. it was a pr spin no i think i think i'm just really happy that i'm not dating and never will again never will again never never Mm -mm. that i can say with my chest yeah i ain't doing it yeah because you know for those of you guys out there who are doing that whole dating scene man send us a message because like we want you on our show are you okay are you okay do you need an adult yeah yeah do you need a hug you need i feel like you need a hug it is scary yeah for sure, for sure. Scary. And I can't even, like, are we, like, dating ourselves? Do we sound like too... Back in my day, we yeah. used to have to go out and meet people. Yes, we did. You know, you got your little apps and your text messaging yeah, and I your actually... booty calls. And... <laughs> oh, we have booty calls. Oh, oh uh, they were paged. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. 911, Eight zero zero eight five. My <laughs> yeah, I actually had to talk to my husband in a bar. That's how I had to meet him. I had Aww. to like speak to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I ran into my husband in a hallway. Yeah, it almost didn't happen. He almost rubbed me the wrong way. Then he rubbed me the, the right, right way. way. <laughs> <laughs> We're so stupid. We're delirious. You know what? I think it's because we haven't seen each other. We, we didn't, haven't. We didn't get all the sillies out. We and still we have, have so much to talk about. And we haven't really talked, talked. Like, we yeah. kind of over the, the weekend did these little, hey, you cool? You alive? What's happening? You right. okay? But we haven't really talked and, like been able to connect like we love to i know i know tomorrow girl tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow without the mic because you know you yeah, yeah well you know <clears throat> let me Ooh. ask you a question mm-hmm. so <sighs> let me ask you a question about Harry and Meghan. I have opinions about Harry and Meghan. Okay. So a big part of their entire exit, right, Mm -hmm. of the British world, the monarchy, the whatever, Mm -hmm. the royal family, was that they wanted to live a quiet private life. I have seen so much of these MFers everywhere. Right. Their pro- their exclusive interviews, their books, their documentary, their like, we want to live a quiet private life, right. but we want to live it very publicly. Right. So I'm very confused. <laughs> Can you explain it to me? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, there is no such thing as a moral millionaire. I just want to throw that out there. That is mm, a... That dang, is, girl. You're going deep today. Oh, I'm here for it. Okay. Oh, you okay? I'm good. Okay. Right. Um, so to me, there's no such thing as a moral millionaire. Okay. Um, and the answer is money. 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 Um, but I, they have money. Why would they need more? That's why there's no such thing as a moral millionaire, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> and that probably might be enough for half of you to stop listening to me. But yeah, I, it's just my opinion. I think um, when you really have the type of money to make an actionable difference in the world and you don't, there isn't an excuse to me why you can't right right like most of us could probably put ourselves on a salary of a million dollars a year and live an insane life right and then you're looking at people who who have a net worth of half a billion dollars probably and they're still fighting over nickels and pennies like to me the harry and megan thing I, <laughs> and I want to love Megan. I really do. Um, but the Harry and Megan thing is just about controlling the narrative so they can continue to control their money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. We were just talking about how in a society, you know, the media is a kingmaker. We, mm-hmm. you know, they say in America, we love to eat our own children. Mm-hmm. And that is so true in the media, right? We will build you up and tear you down. Quickly. Quickly. And so I think for them, they had to control the narrative so they can maintain that posture of being the good guys in the situation so they can keep those book deals coming and they can right. keep the, like they didn't they didn't. I think <laughs> I don't think they left the royal like the monarchy only because they wanted that quiet private life. I think they wanted the ability to control their image and their revenue in the way that they saw fit. Right. And you're not standing up against a thousand years of tradition. Sure. You know, and so. So are <clears throat> you ambiguous about Megan or do you love her, hate her? Like, what are your thoughts on her? Um, I think, I think the treatment that she got was repulsive. Agreed. Um, but I could also think that she is trying to capitalize off of her misfortune. Sure. It's not mutually exclusive. Um, I don't have any, like, ambivalent feelings towards her. I just, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I think she's pretty. Right. I've never seen, I've never seen her. I've never heard of her until she got with Harry. Like, really? Yeah. You no. didn't know she was in Suits, I that TV show? I never even heard of that show. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That's how I knew, who, that's how I knew who she was, because I watched Suits. Right. I retroactively went mm-hmm. back and kind of caught myself up on who this chick was, right? But, I mean, for the most part, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and then I, I, never mind. I have other feelings that maybe I'll have to be on friend time. <laughs> right. Cause yeah. um, I'm not trying to get canceled before I can get paid. So. Right. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably a little, I don't know. I'm, I'm think I'm ambivalent about her. Like, I think she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know she's had a lot of surgery. I think that she's um, a decent actress, you know, I think that, I think that her and Harry's relationship is genuine in a lot of ways. I think there's some genuine 
love and attraction and things that you know what I mean? I right. don't think that it's like a PR stunt or anything like that. I think that they really truly care for each other. Um, right. I just think that it's uh, there's a lot of opportunism. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just tons and tons of opportunism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that whole and again, like reading, the, starting to read that book, like this whole idea of, well, if I'm going to be straightforward and honest, then everybody, then I can, I can gain, persuade people to follow me and I can kind of maintain that sense of power. And I think there's a lot of that going on. Well, I, I think what's interesting about the book is that we realize that we're all kind of fighting over power. We are. That's what, that's what it is. All of us are, you know, and so we can't always look at a power grab is sort of this kind of nefarious mm-hmm. attack on, you know, we're all trying to just get enough space to exist, right. To live, to have some sort of control over right. our lives. Um, because feeling powerless is, is a terrible feeling. Right. Right. You know, I've been in circumstances, you know, if you, if you've been a victim, you know, that feeling powerless is terrible. If you've, you know, that that's what the scary thing is, right. About like, going into other countries is that you feel powerless because you don't know the culture, you don't know the language, you right. don't know the laws, you know, so there's a sense of powerlessness there that you, you, that might keep you from traveling or doing something, right? right? Like, right. we talked about that earlier with kids, like their sense of powerlessness and um, their naivety um, being that manipulating factor that, that helps them try to gain power in some way. And so, uh, anyway, I'm learning a lot from that book. And I have like this whole book idea, like this this fiction book idea, like brewing in the back of my head. Go on. <laughs> or does this have to stew? It has to stew. <clears throat> I'm you, stewing on it. Do you got a noodle on it? I got a noodle on it. <laughs> noodle on that for a minute. Use that noodle up there and noodle on it. Isn't that a terrible saying? I, I love said it. that shit in the '90s, man. I love it. Just noodle on that for a minute, and I'll come back to you. Big old noodle head. <laughs> <laughs> a noodle head all right oh yeah yeah i'm I, I keep trying to make my way to this florence article and i oh tell me there that dress she is isn't oh so cute. she is in this super cute kind of 70s inspired mini mini lime green no bra yes it's cold in there <laughs> it is cold in there it is so cold wherever she's I'm at telling right you. now but when you are 25 making them checks like she is do it baby She's do it while you it. can because you can't do it forever you sure can't well unless you're jennifer unless you're jennifer then you can do Ugh. it you can be we're a- not giving that girl any more airspace and yet and yet here we are <laughs> but i if will you say, know you know um oh she's 26 not 25 might be might be um I'm here for it. I love every outfit that they picked for her spread. Yeah. Like so cute. Like the sequin gown or skirt with the 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 oversized button up. Yeah. See, and I always like, I'm like, oh, that's such a great look. But I, that doesn't translate to me at all in any way. So I, I don't like whoever styled her is very like, very Gen Z. I love it. Yeah. And and in like the white gown while she's eating flaming hot Cheetos is next level for me. I yeah. love it. You know, they didn't make her take her, her face piercings out. They didn't try to like mm. 
change her into something she's not. Right. But the, yeah. the title of the article is Free Radical. Got so. you. Like, love it. Holding she's a, holding a fish, guys. In a linen gown. And leather gloves. Like a very large fish. So, I, maybe this is a thing where I'm just like, I don't get high fashion, but her, her gown is literally made of linen. Yeah. Which is weird as a gown with leather gloves. Especially a, in February. With a sequin belt. Mm-hmm. I love the look, by the way, of like the really dark eyebrows and the light hair. You I thinking really about do. it? Would you ever I really like, like it? No, because I don't think my eyebrows are fluffy enough. Like they were when I was younger. I had very like Brooke Shields eyebrows like that. Mm-hmm. But then they told us to pluck them all out and now they won't grow back. So damn friends. <laughs> they told us, just pluck all those things out. You don't need them. I can't get eyebrows to this day. No. I used to have gorgeous eyebrows. Yeah, me too. Gorgeous. But me too. Now I get to pay somebody $500 to tattoo them back on my I face. Know. <laughs> I know. Speaking of me too, hashtag, there's a whole article in this February Vanity Fair about me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot recently out in the world about the Me Too movement and not the movement itself, but the people who started the movement. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, do you think the question here, the question pretty much that this article I think is posing is, since Me Too happened, mm-hmm. do you think enough has changed? And while you think on that, I'm just going to share with everybody the movie that I just watched, the Harry Weinstein movie. Um, I wish that I could remember the name off the top of my head, but I know. Wasn't it She Said? Oh, She Said. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I watched it and it was so incredible what these investigative journalists did um, for this for this movement and to expose things that were happening um, in Hollywood. And it's just, it's, if you have the opportunity to watch this movie, I highly encourage you to do it. There's not, um, you know, the trigger warning type stuff in there that you would think could be. Right. Um, it's just more like of, it's just more the story of, right. Right. Which I really encourage people to watch it. Um, but that's really how the me too movement started. So it's more like the story of how the story broke. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so I would highly encourage everybody to watch it. Um, and I think if people would, maybe Me Too would be a little bit more prevalent. But what what is kind of your perspective on that? Do you think enough has been done since Me Too came out? So um, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Um, I imagine things in the entertainment industry, which is really where we saw most of the me to movement gain ground and really um produce results sure i don't know how it translates on a pedestrian level right mm-hmm. like i don't know what it looks like in my life um you know i've, I've been in the military since 2009 i just got out so um it ain't worked there yeah <laughs> for sure it yeah. doesn't work there um and I will tell you that I just from in the industry that I work in, not only does it work there, but it, there was almost 
um, an equal and opposite reaction, right? Interesting. Like, you know, just in my experiences, it's almost like just hearing some of the guys that I work with and in and, and conversations and just talk about, I ain't getting me too, you know. Uh, oh, it's me too until she wants it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a problem until, you know, I got to tell my wife about her and now all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, like... I'm sorry. Almost as, you know, women's sexuality has been weaponized to punish them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know. Uh, anyway, so I can say uh, with my experience, no, I no. don't. But I don't know if that movement was meant for us pedestrians, right? Like, it's like a Harry mm -hmm. and Meghan thing, right? Like, now that we have Meghan, now let's smash the monarchy you know what I mean? Yeah. Harry's been a part of that machine for so long. But I think until it became mutually beneficial for him to buck the system. Right. Then there wasn't really an actionable. There wasn't like a reason for him to. Right. For sure. I don't know. You know, it works for them. Sure. I don't know how it's helping us little people. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that it brought an awareness and I think it brought... If anything, I think it's it's brought a freedom mm -hmm. to being okay to say this happened to me. Right. You know, like it's given a voice, a little bit of a voice. But I, I, I don't want to be, guys, I swear, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that girl. I'm just wondering, how come more often than not, we're not getting these until it's time to publicize for a memoir yeah. or, or uh, an op-ed that's coming out or something like that. Like Pamela Anderson, just this last week, mm -hmm. was like, when she was 23, she guest starred on Home Improvement with Tim yeah. Allen. And she said she was coming out of her dressing room. He was coming out of his. He was in a robe. And he flashed her and was like, ha. Huh. I've seen you naked. Now you've seen me deal with it or something to that effect. Right. Kind of like, you know, you know, if you have to see me naked or if I have I to see you naked, you, you have, have to see me. me. Something like mm -hmm. that. And it made her very uncomfortable. And I was like, obviously, it made you incredibly uncomfortable. It took you 30 years in a memoir to tell the people about it. Right. Right. But there was so much momentum. And it's it's. It puts me in kind of a precarious position as a woman because it's like, yeah, like, I don't want to be like, <clears throat> women are only only coming out about these things because now there's a benefit for them to come out about it, right? Right. There's book deals and, and talk shows and all gotcha, of a sudden gotcha. it's, it's easy to be relevant again, right? Gotcha. When you're a part of a hashtag. But at the same time, I do think that, you know, um, we do have to make these strides to, to, to protect women. We do. Especially when the power structure is so off. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't have no answers for you. Yeah, I was just curious because I know one of the oops. I'm, I know one of the things that I, as a photographer, one of the things that I'm always talking about with my clients, and I know I'm small potatoes, right? But like, I literally ask everybody before I touch them, like, "Can I touch you?" Like, right. and if I'm working with little children, I ask them, "Can I touch your hair? Can I touch your shoulder?" And then I tell them, people should always ask permission before they touch you, like. Right. I think if anything, maybe it's brought an awareness to that at the small level. Just this idea of consent. This idea of consent. Absolutely. Yeah. I, but I also, I don't know if we can just say that was a Me Too thing. Like in the last decade or so, there's been such strides 
uh, bringing mental health to the forefront, normalizing sure. mental health and people talking about boundaries and people being able for the first time in their lives say, hey, I'm really uncomfortable with physical touch. And right. it's OK for me to say I don't want to hug great Aunt Sally. Right. Because it and makes- there were whole TikToks <clears throat> out there right before the holidays that were like, show this to your kid. And it was like parents talking to their kids about like and giving them the language. I think that's the biggest part of it. It's giving people the language. Absolutely. To say no in the way, you know, not just like, well, I said no, but like giving people the actual language, like, no, that makes me uncomfortable. Right. Or no, you may not or you cannot touch me in that particular way. Right. Right. It's empowering people to use their words and um, empowering people to know that their words have power. Right. Right. I, yeah. And so there's all these videos of these parents like talking to their kids. If you and telling them you have permission to say no, to say no, if your uncle wants to hug you and you don't want to hug him, you just say no, thank you and walk away like you do not have to hug anybody you don't want to hug, (laughs) you know, which is so such a bigger conversation culturally, especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I am. So we're trying to teach our kids consent and Jacob, who is six, he um. He had a wiggly front tooth. <laughs> he hit it and it was it was dangling Aww. out of his mouth for like a week. And we just sat there. But it was one of those moments where we kind of had to stand on our word. And we're very like, you know, Jacob, it's your body. You're mm-hmm. in control of your body. Nobody can touch your body without your permission. You know, nobody kisses you on the lips, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he was like, cool, lesson learned. So every time we were like, hey, bud, you want us to just take that tooth out? No, I'm good. It's my body, and I don't want you to touch my tooth. And so for for like five days, I had to just watch this dangling tooth. It was just hanging out of his mouth, even when his mouth was closed. It was just like one tooth. So finally, I, I, I was like, okay, you know, I'm proud of him. Yes. He got the lesson, but now I have to be like. So I took him and I said, hey, bud. <laughs> I can't let you walk around like this and I respect that it's your body, but I'm worried that something could happen to you and that, you know, you might have issues when your new teeth try to grow in. So how about this? I'll give you 24 hours to get that out of your mouth because it's your body. If it's not out by tonight, I'm calling the dentist and we're going to have him take it out. We went to the dentist. $50 later. But it was consent. It was the lesson that needed to be learned, right? It's important to my kid. It's important to me that my kids see me as consistent and that I stand on my word. And that what I tell them, you know, if your body truly is your own, then I stand on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, We also had a discussion uh, recently. We have decided to abolish spankings in our house. I love that. Yeah. We don't do spankings anymore. Because Bill and I realized growing up, you know, we both got spanked and mm-hmm. it was like, how it, how fair is it to coerce people to do what you want them to do by physically beating them? Right. Like that is some slave shit that we have just inherited and we just keep passing it wow. on. And then, you know, it's hard because when we tell, you know, our parents, especially, you know, you know, both of our parents are older black people. So when we say that, they're like, mm, yeah, spare the world, spoil the child. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, they're spoiled and we're beating the crap out of them. Any- no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> we're, no, we're really not. We're not. <laughs> My husband was for child protective. We're good. We're, we're good, good over here. I promise. <laughs> but no, but like we're not. We, it, 
it just it wasn't working right it wasn't working for us um we started to notice that when the kids did mess up and wanted to bring it to us they were scared mm. and that wasn't the type of environment that we were trying to foster so right. um again i was like good hey, for you yeah it's your body guys we can't yeah. beat you like put you on punishment but yeah there's other ways right there's, there's other more effective ways right. to do that and um so what about sleepovers how do you guys feel about sleepovers we don't do sleepovers yeah we don't do sleepovers <clears throat> um we don't go inside of people's houses um without parents i'm just you know um you can play in the front yard and you can play in the backyard if i can see their backyard from my yeah. back porch um, I don't want you in their house. I don't want you to sleep over. Your children are incredibly vulnerable at sleepovers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, yeah. Don't there's so many psychologists that say if if you, as a parent and a psychologist or child psychologist or whatever, right. counselor or whatever, sleepovers are a non-negotiable. That's just not going to happen. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean sleepovers have happened at grandma and grandpa's house of course mm-hmm. they've slept over at your house yeah, before things like that yeah but, no i get that like but, family but even even fam like you have to be so cautious because you think that you know everybody that's in the house but you don't you don't you know you think you oh you know they can just go over to tiffany's which is me, by the way. <laughs> and it's just Zach and Cody. But then Zach may have a friend spend the night. Right. And you don't know that. Absolutely. And I'm, I could just take for granted that, oh, well, they're my nephew, so it doesn't matter. Right. It won't matter to Fallon, but right. that might matter to you. Absolutely. That such an, you know, that Cody's friend is over here. Right. Even though I know his friend, that doesn't mean you know his friend. Right. And, and, right? and so, um, we didn't want the boys to miss out because sleepovers were such a fond part of my childhood growing Mine up. Too. But um, I also, if I think back, I think of a lot of different ways it could have went wrong. Sure. You know what I mean? And so for a while, right, we trust ourselves. So we're like, hey, if if sleepovers aren't a hard pass for you, your kids can come sleep over mm-hmm. here. But my kids aren't going to your house. Right. One, that's so ass backwards. I realize that now. But right. for a while, we were allowing that. And then this most recent sleepover we had, I was like, oh, this just, we, we just can't stop. Yeah, we can't do this either yeah. way. We can't do this either way. You know, you just, you never know what kids are going through. You never know what kids are observing. Um, and you don't know, yeah, you don't know their whole story. You and don't what know they're bringing into your space, right? And Absolutely. that's not saying that they should be gone or kept, you know, kept far away. But, um, yeah, those are just all of those things. Yeah. It always, okay, so going on a, a very dark path with this whole thing. It was one of those Dateline shows that I watched one time about a little girl who went missing. Mm-hmm. She left her house to go to her friend's house, three houses down, that she had always gone to see. The parents knew each other. Everybody knew each other. I'm going to go to, I don't know. Bobby's house? Sally. It was a little girl. I'm okay. going to go to Sally's house. I'm going to go see my friend Sally. And so they, you know, so Jenny goes to see Sally and never comes home. And it's like, where's Jenny? Where's Jenny? Where's Jenny? Mm-hmm. And we've known these people forever, live next to him forever. Well, come to find out some random uncle came to stay with them for three weeks. Jesus. And was living in the basement. Mm. And he took Jenny and did terrible things to her and killed her. Yeah. You know, and it's these people that you 
oh, I can trust it. But it's not like they felt like they needed to tell everybody, oh, by the way, my cousin is living downstairs for three weeks. Like, and you don't know everybody. You You don't don't know. Like, you just don't know. You just don't know. The heart is deceitful. And then I think that that's where all of that whole ideology of like keeping things secret comes from Mm -hmm. is because there's a tire and generation of people that didn't pay attention to those things. Right. Because they didn't, they didn't know any better too. Right. Nobody talked about it. Right. So if I go to Sally's house and somebody's brother does something to me, that's just not something we talk about. Right. Because that just happens at sleepovers. Right. Right. So it's just giving people, giving kids now like the vocabulary, giving kids now like the, the, the empowerment um, to have a voice. And I think that that's really important. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that you do that with your with your kiddos. Thanks, Bill. But I, I brought that up because there is a whole article um, in this Vanity Fair talking about, you know, the whole Me Too movement and just asking the question if if it's really done enough. That whole movement has really done enough. So. Well... I think like with feminism, civil rights, all of these different waves is it's never going to ever be really enough if we don't keep pushing. You know what I mean? Right. We have to keep it in the conversation. Right. Yeah. We have to keep it in the conversation. We have to keep pushing. We have to keep, you know, holding people accountable, holding people accountable. Right. But you also cannot be making false claims and effing up everything. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like my pet peeve, right? It's like my pet peeve when, when people like throw out, oh, that's racist. And I'm like, pause guys. Sometimes people are just assholes. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we are quick to just say things are racist, what we do is we delegitimize actual accounts of racism right right you know what i mean exactly. it's like the boy who cried wolf like let's uh-huh. let's make sure that we let's make sure that this guy wasn't a total prick right not every karen out there is being a karen because you're black she's probably being a karen because she's a fucking karen right that's just her nature right you know what i mean um that's just my yeah and it has I, nothing to do with you it's just her issue right yeah. and I'm, I'm i'm gonna say it like i've got three brothers i've got three sons i've got three nephews i'm surrounded by men i love them it's my place in life um <laughs> there are women that will leverage mm-hmm. their sexuality mm-hmm. for revenge yes i said it mm-hmm. come for me no and i hate this idea that everybody's like <laughs> What woman will lie about that? Bitch, I know several. I know several. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I know women that will buy pregnancy tests online. Yeah. Who would lie about having a miscarriage? Somebody who wants to em- ma- emotionally manipulate somebody. Yeah. Who wants revenge. Somebody yeah. who has an objective. Let's not act like women can't be shitty people too. Yeah. Okay? And I've had that conversation with my boys, right? Especially, um, especially Zachary because he was an athlete. Right. He's almost six foot seven right he's german chocolate like mixed child beautiful Mm -hmm. um both of my boys are um but just just this idea of all it takes is an accusation to completely ruin your life right and even if that accusation comes out with no standing no nothing to no backbone 
the accusation in and of itself will fuck you up. Tiff, let me ask you this. Um, <clears throat> when you're watching the news and there's been an accused rape or accused sexual assault and stuff and you see that mugshot. Scarlet letter, baby. How often do you see the news story months later run a recant and say, hey, this guy was found innocent on all charges? Never. Never. They will run your mugshot mug when you are when you have been charged, mm-hmm. when it is alleged. Mm-hmm. But after you've gone to court, been tested by a jury of your peers, even if in several cases, which it has happened, where girls come out and say, I'm sorry, I made this up, boop, 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 boop. You are not going to see that on the news. No retraction, no recant. And guess what? That original story will probably stay on their website. Because it gets a ton of hits. Because it's part of their addition. It's it gets part traffic. Of, yeah, yeah man, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. So, and so, yeah, that's a conversation I've constantly had with Zach. Like, be careful. Don't trust. You never know. All it takes is an accusation. It doesn't even actually have have to happen mm-hmm. just don't even put yourself in the position yeah. like you just yeah and it's interesting right and as young girls are dealing more with fatherlessness and comparison on social media mm-hmm. and having to live a, let me tell you right now mm-hmm. the mess I was in middle <laughs> school and high school yeah if I would have had social media oh I would have been in a facility on the regular. Girl. Dead dead serious. That's why I still don't have a social. <laughs> Follow me at Cheaper Than Rehab. <laughs> I, I would not. Yeah. I, if I, I was a mess back then. Yeah. And if I would have had that mm-hmm. on top of like the nastiness of like what people say about you, like I, I, I would not have survived. No, I wouldn't have either. And I think, like, we were talking about cancel culture. And I always think about how, like, when I was younger, but after I wanted to be a clown. <laughs> when I had dreams of acting, after after I well, let go. Clownery of, was going to lead to her. To my breakout role. To her breakout role. And, and Will Smith, it was probably going to be Men in Black. That's what it, it was, was going to it was gonna be opposite Will Smith, <laughs> right? It was gonna be his love interest. Hitch too. <laughs> uh, Eva Mendez. Is are we gonna talk about her too? I hate her. Okay, let's put she, a pin in that one. Yeah, but she is number one on my list of shit actresses. <gasps> number one. Number one. Okay, keep going. Sorry, what were we talking about? We're talking about something very serious, guys. <laughs> Got a hot take for Eva too. <laughs> I'm just in a mood today. I love it, though. Okay, go ahead. Um, But I always think about, like, you know, how glad I am that I'm not famous and I don't have a platform because (laughs) she's speaking into a microphone. To either. (laughs) And she's speaking into a microphone to broadcast to the whole effing world. I am so glad I don't have a microphone. Right, right, right. But here, here I am. Right, here I am. Here I'm you are, baby. speaking. I am speaking. <laughs> what, what could you do? What business are you going to take away from me? Y'all motherfuckers don't pay my bills. <laughs> like I, I'm a kamikaze out here. Guess what? I have opinions, and that doesn't mean I'm a hater. Do what you will with that. <laughs> 
I'm allowed to have them, guys. And I don't yeah. have to agree. And I could be wrong and I'll mispronounce names. And I wish you would cancel me, please. It would be hilarious. Because be, you're not canceling much. It'd be like canceling like local cable. <laughs> it's not like you're canceling Hulu or Netflix if you cancel us. You're, you're canceling your local cable station. Like you're taking down the rabbit ears. If you cancel oh, us. But even then, a lot of people would lose livelihood. Like, <laughs> y'all ain't got no job. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me see. Anyway, I said what I said. And I stand by it. But no, I think I'm really happy because I think of the grace and mercy mm-hmm. of anonymity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is why my kids have such basic ass names. I will tell you the true story. I think we're real good friends. I will tell you the true, true story on my obsession with anonymity. But there's grace there. There's mercy there. There's There's freedom there. There's freedom to move within a certain space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. I can see that. You okay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just thinking. My, My brain is just working. Which only happens like once a week. I think, oh, we're at the 80 minute mark, dear. Yeah, we are. Oh, rock on. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen today. We were up against everything, but yeah, here we damn are. Damn it, we did it. Damn it, here we are. So, yeah, I think that, um, I think that Eva Mendes is a shit actress. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Tell me how you feel. I think she ruined Hitch. I think she ruined that movie. I don't remember that movie. I think it could have been so cute, but then she showed up. So. And I don't get her. First of all, where is she? That's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I have. She got married and had kids. She married. What's his name? Oh, oh, come. I know you know his name. What's his name? You're you're like it's the wrong. No, co- it's a notebook. Ryan dude. Gosling. Ryan Gosling. That's his name. That's his name. <laughs> I knew his name. It just I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it to move from my head to my mouth. <laughs> so, yeah. um, <clears throat> I have the utmost respect for Eva. Do you? And you will for too. For real? For real? You will too. Hold on. First of all, <sighs> Eva got her break. Being a video girl in the Miami video for Will Smith years before Hitch came out. Okay. I'm going to Miami. Benveniva. Miami. Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was her. She was in there. I don't know what happened between then and there. But I think for years, there was whispers that Will and Jada had an open marriage. Right. I think this is this is me. Pure opinion. Pure opinion. Cancel me, bitch. <laughs> Hashtag. Cancel me. Cancel me. Um, I think that Eva and Will had a thing. Oh. And I think like the 48 Laws of Power, she was leveraging her looks. Her looks? She's a pretty girl. I'm sorry. I mean, she might not be your cup of tea. I think she's pretty. Okay. She's got a a different face. But I, I like think it. I think she's... She's got like more I like think she's plain. Square masculine features. I think she's plain. You do? I don't think there's anything. I think, see, now when I think of t- plain, people that are plain looking to me are like Taylor Swift. <gasps> I'm a Swifty. Why would you 
see that. Yeah, she's pretty girl next door. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, like, pretty, she's, like, she's beautiful. She's beautiful, but, like, she's not somebody that you would... She's not like like if Taylor Swift wasn't famous and you were like, hey, Val, look at this picture of my niece. I'd be like, your niece is gorgeous. But I wouldn't be walking around being like, I see her face everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) she's just a beautiful girl. Yeah. And I think Eva's kind of beautiful in the same way. Okay. anyway, I'm not going to argue with you. She used that. She has somehow leveraged her way into a hit movie with an A-list actor. Which got her in the presence of a hot, hot ass A-list actor who was like the most eligible bachelor for years on end. He's still on on so many women's top three. Gosling, yes, girl. He's I so don't know. Tall maybe and this is like gangly. a maybe this is like a generational thing. Maybe this is maybe like, maybe maybe, this is, maybe because I know for years girls that I hung out with thought he was the hottest thing in the world. He I think he's handsome. He doesn't scratch my itch, but you know whatever. He looks too much like the people in my family. <laughs> Tall, white. Tiff, like, you mean you don't think your cousins are sexy? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Hell wrong with you. More for me. <laughs> I think you're sexy and you're my cousin. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. You too. But no, I think like she like you got to think that's a hell of a come up from being like a video girl in a Will Smith. He's not even a cool rapper. It's not even like he curses. So like to be a video girl in a Will Smith video. One time I was talking about Will Smith, like his songs or whatever. And my kids actually looked at me and they said, Will Smith, he used to rap. And I'm like, I cannot (laughs) with you guys right now. Get out of like they never knew him as a rapper slash singer. They only knew him as an actor. Oh, they well, had no idea that that's how we start. It's like Marky Mark. That means tonight you're it's like Marky Mark. Oh gosh, in the funky bunch. Yeah, like <laughs> people don't know that's Mark Wahlberg. Like Marky Mark in the in the remember all the Calvin Klein ads in his Calvin in his Calvin. Yeah, I do. Like the Calvin Klein like underwear hanging out eight pack eight eight pack right like mm-hmm. washboard abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let me ask you. Ask me. Okay, since we're on that. But anyway, like I said, Eva, we'll wrap this up in a neat boat. Eva, I think it's a hell of a come up story. Will Smith video girl to being a kept housewife for one of the hottest actors in the country. So Yeah, well that's good for her. Yeah. But she still can't act. I don't think she cares. That's the <laughs> that's the flex. It's not like for her, I don't think she cares. She's like, bitch, yeah, I know I can't act, but look <laughs> look at me now. Look at me, right? Like I'm a stay at home mom with like three nannies and <laughs> you're doing a podcast with your cousin. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> we are not the same. Your opinion matters not. <laughs> right? I've got two kids and three nannies. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> my own nanny i have i have seven bedrooms and ten bathrooms (laughs) screw you girl you're right we're not the same we're not the same not even on the same wavelength at all she's flexing yeah (laughs) no okay so uh, you're gonna say something else oh what okay i got really excited and then i forgot that's my add that's what the notepad's for i should use the notepad that's why it's right there with the pen wait wait you had said something I always say something. What was the thing you said, though? I said, um, uh, Ryan Gosling, and then we said that it's different generations, and then uh-huh. we said that it was uh, Eva and have respect for her. I don't know. She was a video girl. 
girl. I don't know, but you did get excited about something. I did. And I'm you still excited, a- and I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> I play this game with myself all day. <laughs> Adderall, sponsor me. <laughs> right? <laughs> and we need somebody to come take care of our plants because they're dying. Oh, God. Just want to throw that out there. You know what? The water that I don't finish at the end of every podcast, I should just donate to the plants. Which is a gallon. (laughs) She's always like, yes, yes, bring me water. She takes one sip of it and then she's done. Because I don't like sipping in the mic and I feel bad. Oh, oh, And you already have to tell me to spit my gum out every day. (laughs) Are you a water drinker just by nature? Like, Like you like to drink water? I am. Yeah, I have to drink water. That's how I... Yeah, I'm a water drinker and... um. I'll drink it. I'll, I'll drink it lukewarm, ice cold. I'll drink seltzer. I'll, I, I just. I don't like hot drinks. And I like all my other drinks to be lots and lots of ice, freezing cold. And the exact opposite. Really? I keep all of my seltzer, like my, my LaCroix and stuff, I keep them in the pantry. I never put them in the refrigerator. I didn't know you didn't put. I thought that was storage. I didn't know you never put them in the fridge. Mm-mm. I never put them in the fridge. Um, I don't put any of my water bottles in the fridge. Like, if we have company coming over, I know, like... You'll cold it, yeah, cold cold it down. It. But mm-mm. I will drink a can of Coke, room temperature. <coughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I like everything hot. I like soup. I like tea. I like coffee. You like your best friend hot? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, baby. You're like a sexy milkmaid. Yes. Sexy milkmaid. <laughs> yeah, like with the blonde hair, and then you put them in pigtails, and then they've got like the big jugs that they like. <laughs> the big jugs are right. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I just saw you with like later hosing with the big. Yeah, like um, um, Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading <laughs> Trading Places, and <laughs> she's like, "Help me with my knapsack." <laughs> That's how I saw you. <laughs> Two big I need jugs. you to help me with my knapsack. <laughs> Love that movie, by the way. One of my favorites. We were just talking about it yeah, last I week. I know. We? Or the week before. Yeah, I love it. Randolph. Randolph. Looking good, Billy Ray. <laughs> Feeling good, Lewis. Love it. Love it. Lots I love this. I love that Louis Vuitton dress. I yeah, love that kind of mod cut. Yeah. Everything's very 70s in that magazine today. It is. But it's I'm very here for 70s. It. Yeah. No, very 60s. 60s, like late that 60s. very mod yeah. squad type. Yeah. I love her. Who Ra- is she? Rachel Brosnahan. What is she in? She is the marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, that's her? Yes. Oh, my gosh. She is the <clears throat> most incredible actress. And oh I was, my gosh, and that is the most incredible show. I've never seen it, but I love Oscar Isaac. Oh, that's my boy. I love him. She, oh, girl crush right there. Like, she's funny. She's beautiful. She's stylish. I love her hair color. She's just, she, and after you watch that show, you'll be like, I'm in love with her. I've got to watch it. She is, she's so funny. She has such comedic delivery. She she's just really incredible. I'm gonna check it out. Sponsor us, Rachel. <laughs> Adopt us. Adopt us. <laughs> we'll be we'll your be, friends. We'll be your fangirls. I'll be an assistant. <laughs> All right, real quick. Yeah, yeah. While we're wrapping this up, okay. 
Two questions. Okay. Celebrity best friend. Oh. And celebrity enemy. Like, if you... If you weren't a peon like you are, and what did you just call me? We're peons. We're we like, are. We're such peons. <laughs> you guys, we're like in the smallest corner corner of Texas. <laughs> Not quite. Like, I feel like San Antonio is like the big city that all the other big cities go. So yeah, in San Antonio. Yeah, it's my little sister. <laughs> yeah, mom she, mom yeah, said she, I had to bring her. <laughs> just going to say that. <laughs> That's San Antonio. Go over there and sit down and be quiet, San Antonio. I swear to God, if you tell mom what we did today. <laughs> it's exactly. You have, you, yeah, welcome to San Antonio. San Antonio sponsor us. <laughs> Chamber no. of Commerce, give us a call. Right, but no, like if like okay. if you were famous, who do you okay. think would be your celebrity BFF? Oh, that's such a good question. Right? Yeah. Um, I... I'm terrible at names. <laughs> I have no idea. Who would be my celebrity BFF? People. So maybe you can help me figure mm-hmm. this out because she would have to be funny. Right. Um, she would have to like style, but not care what she looked like all the time. Okay. Like it definitely wouldn't be like a Kardashian type person who is like always on always on and completely obsessed with their image if you say Drew Barrymore I'm gonna punch you in the face I was just about to be like Tiff I'm not famous come on (laughs) like you're not getting the point but (laughs) really Josie Grossy I'm not gross Josie Grossy anymore but I think like her vibe is probably I don't know if it would be her exactly but it would be somebody like her just embrace it just (sighs) go ahead and admit that you and Drew you Drew and Cameron your doppelganger (laughs) my doppelganger I really did when I was younger I looked a lot like Cameron I see it yeah Mm -hmm. I I looked a lot a lot like her you guys can be like Charlie's Uh, Angels yeah right you can just squeeze Lucy Lou out You, boo. Don't need you. We don't need you, Lucy Lou. Um, shoo Lou. Shoo, shoo Lou. Did you just say that? <laughs> I do not like green things in ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. That was so Dr. Seuss of you. Shoo loose. Shoo. Okay. <laughs> Sidebar. Sidebar. My boy. I think we're on the fourth one, by the way. <laughs> right? Ahead. We have so many notes. Um, my boys, boys, my 11-year-old, my 8-year-old, and my 6-year-old, and my husband adore when I read Dr. Seuss. Really? It's my jam. Is it because you, like, do it as a rap? I do. Like when well, um, Luda did uh, Llama Llama in pajamas. Did no. you ever see that? I did. Billy yeah. showed me that video. Yeah, it's so cute. Uh, no, no, not quite a rap, but I've read these books so often, and so like, I can... I can act them out without reading the words, right. and they love it. Right, and then I I can do it so fast that it's almost insane, and they they think it's hilarious. Same girl, same. Yeah. On the fifteenth of May, in the jungle of Newell, in the heat of the day, in the cool of the pool. <laughs> so you and Drew Barrymore, besties, <laughs> reading Doctor Seuss. We're gonna read Doctor Seuss. That's what we're gonna do on our podcast from now on. We're gonna read Doctor Seuss books. Hop on pop. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Oh, the party in the tree. Uh, the party in the tree. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> go dogs, go. Um, um, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Oh, and my favorite. 
this isn't Dr. Shoes, though. Is your mama a llama? Is your mama a llama? That's the one that Luda did, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite children's book, one of my favorite children's books, is um, called A Kitten's First Full Moon. Love that book. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love to read children's books. Do you? I do. Have you read... Um... If I go to a bookstore, which a lot of people don't do that anymore, the first place I go is the children's department. I think it's called... I'll love you forever. Yeah, I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. They yeah. cry every time I read that one, yeah. so I can't read that one. Yeah, it's a little weird at the end, though. It when is. he's like, I climbed up the ladder <laughs> and went into her room, and I put her on my lap. I'm dude. like, dude, that's your mom. You don't have a fun key? Like, like your mom and I rocked her back and forth and back and forth. So you know, creepy, girl. Okay, so my imagination... Because Bill and I, Bill hates that book. He hates that book because it's so sad. And we're like, you know, why Why is he going through the window? But I was like, Bill, think about it, right? Oh, uh oh. We're going to go dark, right? Okay. She's an elderly lady living yeah. alone. Yeah. Most elderly ladies put that little chain on the door at night when they go to sleep. He probably oh. went to check on his mom and tried to open the door and it was locked. Yeah. Or maybe his sister had put his mom in, <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> And he, she wasn't taking care of her, so he was like, I have to climb this ladder and make sure my mom's okay. I thought it was like, I'm falling and I can't get up. Get up. <sighs> okay. okay. The, that lady pretty? needs, she needs a life alert. <laughs> she needs a life alert. Which is now just an Apple Watch. Because there's an app for that. You know, I meant to ask Zach while he was here, does like us wearing Apple Watches, is it like still unapologetically chuggy because oh i don't care yeah because it was my fast pass at epcot so bing 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 that's nice. too easy all right so you and drew are besties i guess i don't know you if you if you say so um who would be my enemy um i don't really have enemy enemies but i just wouldn't i just wouldn't fuck with certain people you know what i mean who wouldn't you fuck with um probably the kardashians <laughs> um wait, wait i'm sorry kendall jenner wore a fucking stuffed lion i could not look at that no matter how much money was in my bank no matter how how maxed out my black american express card was <laughs> i could not look at that and not be like girl what the fuck are you wearing like I see, I I don't have that nicety in me to just be like, oh, girl, you look good. <laughs> hey, all those crystals all over your body—that looks good on you, girl. Like I can't do that. I can't be around people like that. So, like you know, the more down to earth people. Yes, more down to earth people. I would have to be with the more down to earth. You could hang out with like the true Hollywood types. No. Okay, I can no. see that. How about you? I already know your answers. Well, no, I'm laughing because as I was thinking of my answers, I was like, oh, Fallon, you already have a Pinterest board devoted to all your favorite women. And I'm just going to let Of course you do. So Tracy Ellis Ross is in here like Yeah, she's super cool. times. I love her. Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Uh, Oh, God. T and Tamara in here a lot. Did I go through a T and Tamara phase? Sister, sister. Like I remember as a teenager wanting to be them, but I don't remember. You just wanted a twin. You know what? I bet that is what it is. <laughs> you didn't want to be them. You wanted a twin. I did. Me too. 
And I think, do you know why? Why? Because we never, we don't have sisters. <laughs> we only have brothers. We have no contemporaries. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Nobody's on our level. Tiff. Nobody gets us. You get me. I get you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could be each other's twins. Yeah. Because we look just alike. We do. We do. Like if. Okay. Like, so funny story. <laughs> Um, so my family's, your mine, yours, mine and ours, you mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. but just for my listeners, like, so my husband has two from his first marriage. I have two from my first marriage and then we have Zach together. And so, um, and so I, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got completely distracted. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, two of our girls, one of his girls from who's Kayla mm-hmm. um her mom is black my husband's black and then my daughter Alyssa her dad is Hispanic and my and I'm white yeah anyway we would go to the beach when they were little and they would try to pass off that they were twins but they would talk in this really bad Australian accent and everybody that walked by they would be like hello mate and they'd be like we're twins anyway it was really funny Hey, today has been so much fun. We have so much stuff that we can talk about in the next few weeks. I'm super excited about that. But you know what? We got to go. We got kids to get. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.